how to cook your goose to supersize your business. <laughs> I love these toys. I, I miss my granddaughter. She was sick last week and she's with her cousins for a couple of days this week. So I've got peace and quiet, but peace and quiet is way overrated. Let's talk about the idiom to cook your goose. To cook your goose, I love this idiom a lot for a lot of reasons. Number one, I used to cook a lot of geese. My ex-husband was a big bird hunter. He hunted a lot of birds and that meant my kids hunted a lot of birds. So come goose hunting season, which is in the fall, there's a spring season and a fall season. We pretty much ate geese year round for about 20 some years. I cooked a lot of geese and I had to learn how to cook them. But that has nothing to do with this idiom. This idiom is all about ruining somebody's plans, messing with them, messing them up, um, or to put an end to something. So uh, I, I can, I'm gonna share some examples of this. I hate to, to say it, but I have definitely cooked my own goose on occasion. And the answer in my mind to the question, how to cook someone's goose to supersize and grow your business is don't, don't do it. Uh, anytime we're putting forth negative energy into the world, that's what we're attracting back to us. And so I am issuing a warning, don't cook anybody else's goose and in the attempt of trying to cook their goose, you might end up cooking your own goose and you don't want that to happen. This is actually an idiom from the 15th century. The King of Sweden, Eric the 14th, was traveling around the countryside with his men and he came upon a village that had a goose hanging in the village. And back then, a goose was a sign of stupidity. And the king inquired to the village leaders, why is there this goose hanging in your, in your village? Because it was definitely a, a hanging as a message that they were trying to send to the king. And they said that they were cooking their goose. Well, the king was so offended that he, of course, ordered his men to burn the entire village to the ground, destroying the village, and in turn, actually literally cooking the goose. Thus, the expression became popular. So to ruin someone's plan or to actually self-sabotage and ruin your own plan is what sometimes happens when you're trying to convey a different message. So. Have you ever done anything or said anything that backfired on you? Have you ever self-sabotaged? Have you ever set yourself up for what you thought was the right direction and success, but it turned out to be a major mistake that put you back a couple of steps in the direction you were trying to go? I can think of several times this has happened to me. In my corporate career, I actually would work myself out of a job. I would set systems and things in place so that my job wasn't necessary anymore, or I would train my team so well that when it came time for uh, when, when the business sold, I was the, one of the first people to go because they didn't need me. I had got everybody and all the systems and everything in place so well that I didn't need to be working there anymore. Now, you could say that backfired on me if I wanted to still be working there, but I always find something and I'm always moving forward. So to me, it wasn't really cooking my own goose, but a lot of people are like, oh, you really blew the thing there by training all us up to do what you need, you know, what you knew how to do. And now here we still are and you're gone. Um, I've ruined friendships by saying the wrong thing or assuming something or uh, talking to one friend about another. Early on when I was younger, I like all the other people have done that. And sometimes there's lessons we need to learn on our own. And one of those was that I was saying something about what one of my friends had done and she was standing right behind me and she took offense to that and that totally changed our relationship. We were never as close or as good as friends as we were before. So I learned that, you know, treat other people the way you want to be treated. If you don't want people to talk about you behind your back, don't talk about them behind their back about anything. And that's 
I'm, I'm grateful for that lesson. It was a painful lesson, but I'm grateful for it because it taught me at a young age to go to the source. If I have a problem with someone, I go to them. I don't tell someone else about it. And that's definitely not the way a lot of people operate. Um, I got what I expected in, in my marriage and in my relationship, and it's kind of backfired on me because I used to always say to my husband, you get what you expect. And he hated that. That was If I wanted to pick a fight, all I had to say was, well, you get what you expect. And that would immediately trigger him, and we would have a fight about it. And now I, I'm divorced, so apparently I got what I expected, too. So sometimes things don't go as we plan. So whenever we're plotting against anything, whenever we're bitching, moaning, complaining, whining, blaming something or someone outside of us and our organization for something that isn't the way we want it to be in our business and in our organization, that doesn't hurt the thing or the, the people or the competition that we're complaining about. It only hurts us because we're wasting our time and our energy on assessing blame and we're focusing on the problem instead of focusing on the solution. Instead of taking actions to make us better, we're trying to tear down or fight against the competition. Whenever we fight against anything, what happens? We get more of it. If you start pushing against and fighting against your competition, watch how all of a sudden more and more competitors start to appear. It's just the way the world works. It's the way the universe works. Um, if you hurt somebody's feelings, if you treat a customer or someone badly or hurt their feelings, that is a kiss of death that will definitely cook your own goose and come back to haunt you. If you treat people unfairly, if you treat your employees, your vendors, your partners, uh, or your customers unfairly, that I guarantee will come back to bite you in the derriere and cook your goose. So I will stand by my conviction that how to cook your goose to supersize your business is to not, don't cook your goose in your business. Make sure that you're taking steps and, and working in the right direction to treat people the way that you want to be treated, to treat people fairly and humanly, humanely, right? And make the world a better place by building up and working on your strengths and serving people to the best of your ability, giving them the best possible experience. And if you do that, you never have to worry about the competition or funding against the competition or pointing out anyone else's faults or frailties or your opinion of anyone else because it just doesn't matter. You're too busy doing you and building your company to be what you want it to be and the rest of the world will take care of itself. That's it. I'd love to know your experience with this idiom, cook your goose, or if your plans have ever been ruined. I can think of lots of times my plans have been ruined and then we just flip the switch and do something different. It. Have an amazing day. I will be with you tomorrow with another interesting idiom. What does it mean? Where does it come from? And how might you use in your business right now? If you have an idiom you'd like to know the meaning of, hit me up in the comments below and I would be glad to share that with you too. Take care.